Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. When I first went into business, I found out in a hurry that it was lonely at the top. If you're a CEO or business owner and you're feeling lonely at the top, then I'd like to invite you to join us at our Action Coach membership community. It's a community of like-minded business owners that help each other, build each other up, sometimes push and pull each other. If you'd like to learn more, just reach out to me at billgilliland.actioncoach.com, book a session, and I'll give you all the details. Welcome to this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs, powered by Action Coach Growth Partners, where we teach you how to make more money, build better teams, and find the time to do the things you went into business for in the first place. Before we get started, I'd like to talk to you today about community. Everyone wants to be part of something. And when I first went into business, I found out it was lonely at the top. I was young. I didn't really have any friends doing what I was doing. There was no one out there building businesses. It would have been nice to have had a community of like-minded business owners to work with. It's still lonely at the top, but it doesn't have to be. You see, you can join with us. You can join our Action Coach community. We meet every month in person for education, for planning, to find inspiration, for peer-to-peer coaching, to make a commitment, to get results. If that sounds interesting to you or to find out more, just reach out directly to me, Bill Gilliland. I contact infos in the notes. Or you can go to billgilliland.actioncoach.com and book a strategy session with me. And now, on to the show. Hi, I am Carrie Ryan. I am an experienced marketer who is jumping back into her own journey in entrepreneurship. And uh, I am here to help any companies that are ready to scale up. They found their footing, but they need someone to come in and do the step change in the marketing and really build it out. That's super cool, Carrie. So um, welcome to the show. How, what, what made you decide to leave corporate? <laughs> so um, years ago, I had moved to a new city, a big city, and it was during the downturn and immediately got laid off. And so I, I started my own agency uh, out of um, out of necessity and got through about a few years, you know, like most entrepreneurs, you do really well. And then kind of all the eggs in the basket disappear. You got to go back to corporate. Um, that happened to me. And I um, just recently hit a milestone marker in my life. And I stopped and looked back and thought, oh my gosh, I've been in corporate for 10 years now. And I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of it. I feel like I'm adding value, but not being valued. Um, I feel like there's so much more I can do to help other people. Um, because that's that's kind of how I started on my on my journey in the first place is I realized there are people out there who invent things, who come up with great ideas. They're the inventors and kind of the nerds of the space but they don't necessarily know how to boil what they do down into one sentence and get it out into the market. Um, And that's really what I enjoy doing. And in the corporate space, you know, in the end, I told them, I'm tired of doing invoicing. This isn't what I'm here for, right? Um, My expertise isn't being used. So uh, I also hitting that big milestone in life, realized I needed to get out of that city and get back to nature and, and kind of reboot. So 
here I am and I'm, I'm, you know, already off the ground running with one client and moving on to the next and um, really excited with what I'm working on these days. Well, that's exciting. Congratulations on jumping back in. Have you always felt like you were a, were a entrepreneur or wanted to, wanted to tackle the entrepreneurial life? You know, I, I, I think typically like most people, a lot of people, you see the, the vision of the American way is to go out and get a job and work for other people. I started down that path, even though my own father was an entrepreneur. Um, he had a small business, but it was a service-based business, just one man band. Um, so I didn't really look at that as a business, right? But when I eventually realized what I could offer to the market, I did go back to, um, to get my MBA and at the end of it, I said, can we can we call it an MBA in entrepreneurship? Because I feel like that's that's where I need to go. Um, so it was an evolution. It didn't happen immediately, but eventually it dawned on me that most of the most of the people in in the history of my family have been entrepreneurs. What, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, a bunch, there's a bunch of us out there that are what I call them independent cusses, right? We're an in, we're, mm-hmm. indep- we're independent folks. Great. So you're just getting started with the new business. Uh, what what's going on? What kind of what what kind of challenges are you having, or what what's something you'd like some input on? Well, my biggest challenge right now is being in a new market. Um, so I have you know connections and networking back in the other city um, that I haven't outreach to, but I really want to make an impact on my local market. So I'm I'm trying to figure out how to um, find the right audience in this market so I can make connections and build relations with. Great. So who would you say is your target audience? Like, how would you define it? You come out of marketing. How would you define it demographically and psychographically? So my market is typically B2B. So it's companies that deal with other companies or trying to get another company to buy their services. I'm looking for companies that uh, are, you know, three quarter to a million dollars in revenue who you know, the owner has gotten big enough, but he can't handle doing the marketing anymore, realizes he's probably got to hire someone, but doesn't have that in the budget yet and just wants someone to step in and get everything built out for him. Um, That's my target market. So, all right. So there's your target. So, so business owners with, that's probably seven and a half to 10 employees ish um, in that range, maybe a little smaller these days. Um, And they don't have a, maybe not even a marketing budget. They definitely don't have a marketing person right? and you want to become their outsource marketing. So what's your offer? So what I offer is the uh, ability to come in and really help a business owner sift through what their real target is and where to find and what channel they're in and then start doing the execution on, okay, um, how do we reach them? How do we talk to them? How do we get them to buy in? Um, and test out all the different, you know, uh, we talk about measuring marketing. That's where I'm good is going and doing all the try this, test this, try this, test this. Um, all that tactical stuff behind the strategy would also be something I, I offer. But really, I want to get them to where they have their key messaging. They have their, their value propositions in place. They have their persona, persona development and buyer journey um, all built out and then have the different uh, channels set up. And then eventually when they do want a marketing person, they can, it's there for them. So where I'm going with here is, is what I say, you know, any marketing or any marketing campaign, there's three pieces of it. There's targets, there's offer, and then there's the media or the copy, whatever you're going to say mm-hmm. to get that. So 
I mean, what I'm hearing right now is, you know, and the offer needs to be have offer a clear result. So I want to back up to the target a minute and deal with that. And then if that's okay with you, and then we'll come back to the offer and then we'll talk about what to actually say. Would that be okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'd be great. Okay, perfect. All right. So you said B2B, 750000 to a million. The owner doesn't have a marketing person and is, is probably was never good at marketing in the first place. And somehow they've just grown it. And now they know they need to realize that they need to market. So how could we tighten up that target? Is there, are, are there any industries, uh, are there any niches that you feel like particularly drawn to? Uh, software, manufacturing, industrial type things, I guess. Uh, you know, having my corporate was in oil and gas and it was amazing how excited I got over drill bits, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. I mean, right. The technology, technology is actually very fascinating once you get to get into it. So that's the kind of thing I'm into. Right. So, so good. Well, see, that's, that's a tighter target right there mm -hmm. uh, to, to focus on industrial or manufacturing or, or potentially software solutions, something technical. It sounds like to me, you'd like to be in something what I'd call technical marketing. Yes, absolutely. Okay, per perfect. So, so now we've tightened up the market a little bit more. So would it be possible for you to do some research and find out who, sort of 50 companies that would end up meeting your market, your target market parameters. Would that be pretty easy now? Well, I don't know. Would it, is there, is, are there business databases from the state that would have that kind of information? Absolutely. Okay. There are also, um, I mean, truthfully there's Google. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's pretty easy to say, all right, I mean, I don't know what you're, what you're counting as a local radius, but you can Google industrial manufacturers within a hundred mile radius of Asheville. I mean, that is a, that is a Google parameter that you could, you could do mm -hmm. to, to begin to build your list. And then you're a marketer. You can begin to market to that list. Does, does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Here's, a, here's another little, um, a snafu that I run up against and part of it's in my head, part of it's um, skill-based, but it's the actual sales. So I can market all day long, but then going in and, and finishing out the sale is not my top skill set. Okay. So wonderful. So we'll deal with that in a minute. Let's get through okay. the marketing first. So we've got to find the target, the offer. So, so, you know, what I would, number one, tighten up your target market. And then I love the top 50 um, or top 20 lists. I love that as a, as a target, you know, who are your, who, in an ideal world, who would be your top 50? And if you get, if you go meet with a couple of them and they don't, they're not in your target, then, then uh, don't do that. Because you, because if you want to get off the ground fastest, the fastest way is direct. Yes, you should do the networking and yes, you should go meet people. But now you know what to ask for. Hey, I mm -hmm. want to meet, you know, I want to meet owners of industrial um, kinds of businesses, manufacturing software businesses that have employees that have eight, eight plus employees is probably my guess on something like this. So now, you know what, uh, you know, that would be one strategy. The direct ones are going to get you there fastest, you know, picking up the phone, calling them direct mm -hmm. mail, those kind of things uh, are going to get there fastest. Uh, introductions are good, but um you know, that's, that's going to get you a few more clients the quickest. Okay. And then now we got to talk about sales and closing those in a minute. Maybe that 
hopefully we'll have enough time for that. But <laughs> the second piece is what are you offering? Like what is like business owners in this level, you've 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 you kind of said what the products are you offering, but there's no emotion in that, right? So mm-hmm. what are the what are the results that you're going to get for them? You know, what what are what are the feelings that they're gonna have when they get the results would be the next question I would want you to answer. Okay. So like ease of getting to their customers. It may, it could just be that they, Hey, they just don't, you know, they're not set up to do this. They don't want to do it. But my guess is what they want are more leads or more, right. You know, more sales or more money in, in their bank account. Now, what, what we've, you know, what you may have to do is take some of your corporate experience and say, Hey, this is the, this is what I ran. This is how I did it. And this is the results that I get, you know, sort yeah, of yeah. storytelling that will allow you to, so, so, but that's going to give you a stronger offer because you don't really, you've got a lot of skills and a lot of products that you could offer, but we don't know, you know, what, what is the client really after here? You know, maybe right. he just, maybe he knows, you know, cause I, I get it all the time. People say, well, I just need to do more marketing. I'm like, well, hang on. What's the outcome that you want from your marketing? Right. right? But at the same time, I get people who are like, I want leads and I'm like, but nobody even knows who you are yet. So, well, you know, well, that's why direct works better in the beginning, because it's the same for you. Right. I mean, you're out here, you know, getting your name out. But that that's great. But if people are, you know, if people are super clear on who you are and what you offer, then they're going to be more likely to come after you. So we've cleared up who you're after. So now we got to clear up what the offer is. So maybe the offer is as simple as a current marketing assessment. Yeah. Right. Okay. Or, you know, a, a you know, a, a thousand, you know, a nine ninety five, nine hundred ninety five dollar marketing assessment for free. I'll come in and spend, you know, yeah. an hour, an hour. I'll spend two hours analyzing what you're doing now, how it's working, what's going on and make suggestions on how to improve it. I mean, that that's would a be a, that would be a strong offer. Right. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay? So. But but in in your own marketing, you've got it. We've got to talk about the results because how are they going to feel? Like I know in my case, you know, we're business coaches. We know a lot about marketing, but I don't. But I'm not a marketing person, so I don't want to do the marketing. I want somebody to bring me leads. Right. I want somebody to qualified leads is what I'm after. Right. Or right. meetings or conversation. You know, one of the metrics we use is conversations with business owners. So now, once you do that, then you have to decide. Like, all right, what. What, and, and, and as you go along and as you do more of this, you'll you'll tweak your target, you'll tweak your offer and you'll figure out you can test and measure 10 different offers. Right. And figure out which right. one works. You, 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 so you already know all this stuff. You just have to apply it to your own self. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Right. right. <laughs> and then so but once you're clear on your target and offer, I think then you can start testing and measuring what I call the copy or the media. Right. And that's the actual words. So. Right. Uh, you know, I always say that you want to, if you get the target right, that's, you know, like if you were, if you're rating at one to 10, your target would be a 10. You get the target right. It takes care of a lot of other things. You can miss on the offers. You can miss on a lot of things. If you're talking to that, that magic person who's just in your target zone, then I would say the offer is super important, but it's probably only about a five out of 10 compared to the target. And then the, right. the, the actual media or the copy is is, is likely only one out of 10, but it's still super important. Right. They're all, you got to have, you, we, we have to have all three. All right. So 
Now, before you do all that, you said that you have a some head trash around selling. Yes. Head trash. That's a great word. Do you want to deal with the head trash or you want tactics? Uh, head trash. Okay. Good choice. <laughs> why do you believe that you, why do you believe you're not good at sales? A uh, lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and where and where does that come from? That's been since my early childhood. Yeah. So what happened when you were a child that made you think that sales was a bad word? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I'm pretty, pretty sure it, it's, uh, from my father, who when I said I was going into marketing and advertising, totally went on about how manipulative that is and how bad that is. Right. So you, so what you've just said is you believe sales is manipulative and bad, and that's what's going on in your head. Mm-hmm. Yep. So is sales manipulative and bad, logically? No. It's not if you're connecting the right person to what they need. Right. So, so your definition of sales right now, subconsciously, is manipulative and bad. Right. What, how could you reframe that in your head to make sales a positive thing? What would be a definition of sales that would be positive? Well, what I just said, I guess, is connecting people to the things they need, not the things they don't need. Getting them ahead without manipulating them. Yeah. So let me, great, perfect. I like it. I like what your definition. Let me give you one that might help. If you reframe it and say, my job is to professionally help people buy. Now think about it. Do you enjoy buying things? Of course. Yeah, people do enjoy buying. So if we're professionally helping others buy things, then that sort of reframes it, right? Yeah, it does. So go out and professionally help other people buy. That's great, Bill. I appreciate it. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, if so you're right. It does come from confidence and belief. If you have, if you believe that you can help people, do you believe you can help people? Yes. And do you believe that they will get great value for what they invest in you? They will make more than what you, they're going to make more than they pay you. Yes. Perfect. So if you believe that, then don't you believe it's your duty to professionally help them buy? Yes. Correct. You don't sound 100% sure on that and that's okay. No, I'm just digesting. I'm one of those people that has to let things sink in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but you're going to have to do a lot of, lot more work on this on your own. Right. Like you're going to have to create um, probably some I am statements around, you know, I am a great salesperson who is helping lots of people um, build their businesses. That's what I'm here for. And in order to do that, I, they have to buy what I have. And I'm going to professionally help them buy that. Some, something like that. You know, you're yeah. familiar You're familiar with affirmations. Yes. Okay. I um, just recently started getting into that. So I understand what you're saying. And I have a long ways to go. <laughs> well, make five positive affirmations. My, my, my homework for you is make five positive affirmations around sell, selling. Okay. And say I'm every morning and every night to get yourself over this. So, uh, look, you're not alone. Almost everybody's got some kind of junk about selling. So uh, that was the quick version. Um, But there's some things you can do to to work on that. The main thing is to get it in your head that it's, you know, that you have you have what they need. They may not want it, but you have what they need. And (laughs) and you need to find the ones who also want it. Right. So. Be okay with getting the nose and right. and and that's the other thing that people have there. So super cool, Carrie. Um, so your home fun. Tighten up your marketing. Tighten up your target. Tighten up your offer and work on your affirmations. Perfect. 
that was a wonderful session. <laughs> yeah. So what did you get out? What was your number one takeaway? Uh, really, there's two. It's treat myself like I would another client when it comes to the marketing. Uh, it's very difficult to do that. Somebody even asked me that uh, recently. What's it like to market yourself as a marketer? And when it comes to your own business, it's it's difficult to to look at it in the same way, right? You're too far in the weeds. Um, so that's fantastic. And then the other thing is the affirmations about sales, because I do need to to just clear that out of my head. If if other people can do it, I can do it. Oh yeah, you're very capable. Well, this has been great. Um, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for the time and the energy and the um, opportunity to come on. I really appreciate your help. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Epic Entrepreneurs. Here's four things you can do. First, you can listen every week on Biz Radio, Mondays at 1. Second, you can subscribe to the podcast. Hey, you get it. The more subscribers we have, the more cool things we can offer you. Three, you can also go out and give us a five-star rating everywhere. And number four, if you'd like a free copy of my book, The Coach Approach, Five Principles to Build an Epic Business, just go to giftfrombill.com. It's your roadmap to building your epic business. That's giftfrombill.com. Until next time, all the best. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.